the minds of his devotees. Udaraviriya, who is most liberated, liberal and powerful. This, this manifestation of subtle and gross matter exists within the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Out of countless mercy towards his devotees, he exhibits various forms which are all transcendental. The Supreme Lord is most liberal and he possesses all mystic power. To conquer the minds of his devotees and give pleasure to other to their hearts. He appears in different incarnations and manifests many pastimes. Shiva Goswami has translated this verse as follows. The Supreme Personality of God is the, is the cause of all causes. It is by His will that gross and subtle ingredients interact. He appears in various incarnations just to please the hearts of Ahi's pure devotees. For example, the Supreme Lord appeared in the transcendental incarnation of Lord Baraha, the boar, just to please his devotees by lifting the planet Earth from the Garvadaksha ocean, Garvadaka ocean. Unlimited 
rules and his unlimited mouth, he is glorifying Krishna because the glories of Krishna is so unlimited. That is like the waves of the sea. One cannot endlessly, cannot finish glorifying the Lord because it's so much to glorify. That's why Ananta says he took this form of unlimited mouth to unlimitedly glorify Krishna because the glories of Krishna is unlimited. He will speak a little bit every day from the Bhagavatam for an hour and a half or one hour, but it's actually not enough because the glories of Krishna is so much. In fact, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he spoke on the first verse of Bhagavatam, one verse, the first verse for one month, every day. And, and every day he spoke different things, not on the same subject. So it also depends on us, how much we know about Krishna, we can also expand and speak about the glories of Krishna. If you are going to Brahmaloka or the other planets where uh, the Bhagavatam may be in a bigger form, bigger Bhagavatam, because uh, the people there are much more intelligent and they can explain it much more and they live very long life. Long life. So, the same Bhagavatam we have here, only a partial of the glories of Lord Ramakrishna and Lord Krishna, only partial. Because in other planets, like I said, the Bhagavatam is very big because people live very long time and people are, uh, they have so many heads like Lord Brahma. So they can glorify Lord Krishna in many ways because they have so much more time than us. We live, uh, in, in fact, from the time the universe is created and the time of the dissolution of the universe, it's actually very, very long time when compared to how long we live. So we live very short time, very momentary. So if you calculate the, the uh, span of this universe, it's so long we can't even conceive. And we are only living for a moment. And we think we have so much time. You see, sometimes some animals, like, like birds, not birds, like some insects, uh, like ants, for example, they may just live for one, one night. They have more in the evening, morning times, they the end of life. And it's such a short life. And we are, we are the same actually, because we, we don't live that very long. We have 100 years, but hardly, hardly the people in this world live for that long, 100 years. Most people are dying before the, the end of their lifespan. Supposed to live 100 years. So, what I'm saying is that Bhagavatam is so much glorious, so much to talk about, Lord Krishna. In fact, in the material world, people don't have much to talk about. And people all talk about the same thing. They go around, you know, drinking, they talk about family, business. That's about it. There's not much to talk about in material life. When you talk about Krishna, there's so many books, Bhagavatam, 60 volumes, and so many other books that Prabhupada hasn't translated, and many devotees have translated it. So, in fact, actually, if we actually study the Bhagavatam in full detail, it's more than a lifetime of work. You know, you see the brahmacharis and the nasis and whoever they have, they have time, they study the Bhagavatam. You know, the Bhakti Shastri, Bhakti Bhaibhav. It's only a, a fragment of time that we are using to describe the glories of Krishna. But it's so much more, if you really study the Bhagavatam, 
is more than a lifetime work. So, another thing, you know, he's unlimited mother and he's glorifying Lord Krishna for one. And it's so much more pleasure. Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita that the mighty devotees are discussing one another, the pastimes of Krishna, my glories. They take pleasure in one another, glorifying, talking about Krishna, talking about God. Which is so much more pleasure than to just talk some mundane subjects. People talk about mundane things. And they feel pleasure in that. But like if you go see a movie, you can't see the same movie a second time. It is vibrant. That's why people are always waiting for a new movie to come out. So there's hardly any pleasure in that. Material pleasure and material glorification of Monday and material subjects, material activities, material people is very limited. As he grows too. He's a rock star and, and, and people go to see them singing and live music and in a music place, hundreds of people, thousands of people, and they're blasting out the music. And some of these people, they can't hear ever, because their ears are gone. And I, I've spoken to some devotees that went to live music show, 1970s, and their ears still ringing, because of <laughs> blasting out the music. So it's, it's not very pleasurable. And the, most of the people attending those places, they are all on drugs. They're hacked up. Ah, yeah. It's just like, I know we were in lockdown, but yesterday we were in Harikam. And it was so exciting. There's only everybody around. The way this us is jumping around. And, but, you know, the pleasure of the Holy Name is so instant that He can help you. He shines Hare Krishna instantly, you feel, ah. And someone says, hey, stop. We can't help it. That's what it does, the holy name, when you chant Hare Krishna, you start to jump up and down, and because you feel excited about it, because the holy name itself is so blissful. God is there in the name. So when you chant Hare Krishna, you feel immediately up. Doesn't matter what age, group, what, what uh, nationality, you just feel so excited, because that is our nature, to glorify Krishna. That is our nature, to chant the glory of Krishna to associate with Krishna. To associate with Krishna, one has to chant his glories. That's what Sankirtan means. Kirtan means to glorify, the same glories of Krishna. We don't sit down here and then morosely, oh God, here I'm chanting Krishna. No, we just feel ecstatic. We pick up the Vedanta, Karakal, Lomperas, and sing loudly. It's a very pleasurable activity. We don't, oh God, here no way to sing again. And uh, we're boring. No, we just feel ecstatic. This is why we glorify Krishna with ecstasy, with love, with such feeling. And he mentioned Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He used to see tears coming out of his eyes, like pour torrents of rain in the in the, the Shikshastaka. It's mentioned that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to see tears coming out of his eyes like torrents of rain, and they were collecting in his bucket. The devotees were collecting in buckets. We had one, one drop of tears. <clears throat> Lord Chaitanya's tears come from his eye like thorns of rain. How much more tears? So I'm not today. I'm not ashamed. He's got thousands of millions of goods. And glorified Krishna. He feels so ecstatic. That's why he has so many hips. Have goods. 
and hence we have one head. Imagine that four heads. Right now we love God, we have much many devotees in our temple. I feel sometimes love God, where is everyone? I get be frustrated. You can have, if, I, if I have mystic power, I can expand myself. They have ten heads, like Ravana. Ten heads. Then one would be singing, <laughs> other nine would be, the other nine heads would be singing afterward. I wouldn't worry about who's here or not. So sometimes Krishna blesses us. And we can do unlimited singing. Just like we've gone right now. You know, hours and hours went by. And we didn't feel like tired at all. Because the bliss of the Holy Name empowers us. Gives us Shakti, spiritual Shakti. Then we feel fantastic. Even here, we came from Mangalarati, then Guru Puja, then class. By the time it's already four hours gone by. We're a little tired because it is spiritual. Spiritual energy is everlasting, it's ever fresh, it's full of lush, a green. You see, when we see a painting of Radha Krishna, of the spiritual world, it's full, it's so green and it's so fresh looking. You see, we, we have a, one fresh flower in a rose. After a few days, it's like dead. Spiritual world is all fresh. That's why we go Marina, we go singing in the temple, we amongst our devotees. Why do we feel ecstatic? It's a horrible problem. Sometimes I walk by here, same person, see one of the Maharajis here, or some Prabhus, he walk by, you see them 20, 20, 20 times a day, as a horrible, horrible one, you know. We don't feel tired because it's blissful. It's a Bhagavad Jack. We don't say it, it's a horrible. Because there's only benefit you get from singing Jack. When you say Hare Bhagavan or Krishna, there's much more benefit. Chanting Hare Krishna, Krishna's name. Like that. So, Ananda Shesh is glorifying Krishna. He's not saying some mundane um, names of mundane people. He's saying glorifying Krishna. So, we learn mind also. Same for us. Any of us. We can sing the glories of Krishna and you feel same ecstasy. Ecstasy, like Anantadev feeling. Srila Prabhupada used to say, even a dog can take part in Chandra Krishna. Even a dog. In fact, some people have a dog. And they hear no Chandra Krishna, they're just going to woo Maybe they're Chandra Krishna. We don't know. But certainly they like Ushana. So the point is, um, if we have so many mouths, let us glorify Krishna. And Krishna can give us so many mouths. Like Lord Brahma, Lord Brahma criticized the gopis. That, 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 I mean, the gopis criticized Lord Brahma, sorry, <laughs> the other way around. They said, Brahma is not a good creator because we have to blink our eyes. When you blink your eyes, the gopis are saying to Brahma, that time we can't see Krishna. They're so attached to Krishna, they don't even want to turn away from Krishna for a moment. They did. So when you blink, we all have to blink. It's like taking a breath. If a fish comes out of the water, take a breath, go back down. So the gopis, they're so Krishna conscious. They're so advanced in spiritual life. Not a moment gone by without seeing Krishna. 
when Krishna has to go to the forest for Vindhava, Rasadhamani and the gopis, they look at Krishna. Till they can't see Krishna anymore. Just like you see an airplane flying up. And if you have clear sky, you see the airplane all the way can you see it gets smaller and smaller. So the gopis will see Krishna going to the forest till they couldn't see him. And they will be stunned looking still in the mind. That is the level of Krishna consciousness. So when he, when he, we, we're not on that platform, but at least we can talk about it. That inspires us. This is why I have these classes. So when you talk about Krishna's consciousness and, and topics of, of Krishna's subject matter, it, that gives us that insight. It opens our heart. And we feel so inspired. That's why the Sant Sangha is there. So Ananda Dev, you can't imagine. He's got millions of heads. Suppose we have millions of heads. If you're not talking about Krishna, imagine ten heads all drinking beer at the same time. How ludicrous would be. So Krishna can give us many heads if we are sincerely want to glorify him and chant his glories. He can. He can empower us. And Srila Prabhupada is the example of that. Srila Prabhupada's single person, single-handedly, he expanded this whole movement alone. I would say he's an avatar, incarnation of God. Only God can do it. We have not any human being in ten years an old man opens up the temples all over the world. This is how uh, we see in India sometimes Sandalus, they have some power to and check your hand and, and, and say who you are and some predictions. But Prabhupada, he said, look at these boys and girls, these Westerners. They've given up meat eating, intoxication, gambling, sex, given up all material activity. They're chanting Hare Krishna. Can you do it? No, no, no. Prabhupada said, I can do it. That's mystic power. And so many of his godbrothers, they went to as far as Europe. And they came back and said, impossible. These people will not give up. And Prabhupada did it. So Prabhupada did it. So, so Prabhupada, he's like an avatar. And he made so many words from all over the world that are turning Hare Krishna. Like hundreds of thousands of mouths, like I'm today. That's what we are meant to do with our body. You see, people always, you see, people are moving around and you see them shopping. There's not much there to shop. They just say, oh, where are you going? I'm going shopping. What do you want to want? I already have everything. They're still, they're just looking at the window and they get so tired with their eyes and they come back. Oh, yeah, yeah. And window shopping. This is mundane. So we have this body. Use this body to serve Krishna. Use the body, the, the mind, use the eyes, the nose, the mouth to glorify Krishna. So the mouth, head and our tongue, it, it has two activities, two functions. is to vibrate. Drugs also vibrate. Woof, 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 woof. It's so horrible to hear the dogs. Like we had here in Mayapur, I remember early days in Mayapur. This dog, they bark at night. 
It's so annoying. They come out of the stick. I don't know, somehow they don't run daytime in the day, suddenly at night time they're running when they were sleeping. They're going to big stick or throw a rock at them. So they're barking, vibrating. So if we are just vibrating like dogs, there's no use. It's very disturbing only. So use our tongue, our, our vocal activity to sing Krishna's names, glorifying Krishna. Otherwise it's just by whoa, 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 whoa. No meaning. Just wasting the throat. If you devotees, they have a sore throat. It becomes singing so much. Then you have to take hot water and then take care. We're overdoing it. But that's what we're meant to do. Die for Krishna. Sing and dance so much. <laughs> we haven't seen anyone dying from singing and dancing. So it's not enough. You see, oh, we go hurry now. We go on book distribution. There are millions of people still hasn't got a book. How many people are here in our temple? Okay, we have temples all over the world. There's still millions of people who are not chanting Hare Krishna. There's so much preaching work to do still. Right now we have the Christmas marathon coming, or the book marathon. You know, you all go out in books. But there's still there are so many people. We have still so many heaps of books. It should be so much that our printing presses is just non-stop working. Because people are so crazy to get a Hare Krishna book. Then it's success. But of course, we're not discouraging you. Because still people are taking books. Because not everyone will take this, including you, this mature world. Only a few people will accept Krishna consciousness. But the preaching work never stops. Because there are people still want Krishna consciousness out there. So, preaching activity is done by God Himself. He Himself is doing it. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came. Krishna Himself came. Lord Ananda Dev is in this glorified Krishna. This is all preaching activity. And we are so lucky. We can preach Krishna consciousness. We can go on and on. We can cook for Krishna. We can sing in the temple. These activities cannot do when you go back to Godhead. There's too many people doing it. He may be just uh, like sweep the floor, that's all. Because there's no dust. The Lakshmis, they're sweeping in the Vaikuntha. Vaikuntha is a clean place. Where the dust is swing? The clean, the ground. There's already clean. But they are around, they're sweeping. Which is sometimes people hear they come, come from outside and they take a broom and sweep. I saw uh, some people, there's one man, elderly man. Right now he's not able to come, but when the temple's open, I saw him while sweeping. They told him, they told me this guy is very rich. He has two shops, diamond shop. When you look at him, who is this guy sitting in the floor? He's just like nobody. But he's a very, very wealthy guy. And he's just cleaning, sweeping the floor. Lakshmi Sahasatasam, Brahma Sevi Banam. Lakshmi's, they, they, they are very wealthy. Lakshmi means money. Lakshmi Devi. And all these Lakshmi's, they're goddess of fortune. Each Lakshmi can go, you're rich forever. <laughs> they can just take a fingernail. And you, and you reach millennium forever. So they're sweeping the floor. They're so humble because the real wealth is to be one for Krishna. The real wealth is in serving. The happiness is in serving Krishna. So much more fun. So I go in the kitchen, I'm thinking, oh, now here we go. I have to cook again for these guys, you know. 
and all these devotees, they do nothing. No, I'm just, I'm not, I'm just saying. But it's so much more happy to cook for Krishna, cook for the devotees. Even if you're just coming here, you don't have much to do. What are you going to do when you come to the temple? It's not a workplace. Of course, it's a devotional service. You take a room, sweep the floor, come to the temple, sing a little bit, take a car down. It's not really that much, actually. And you read study books. It's not like we're sweating out, like laboring and, and building a railway or working in the, in the coal mine. It's nothing like that. It's so, it's so easy going here. And they can't do it. Oh, Hare Krishna, no way. I want to work in the coal mine and sweat it out. Die there. I love it. And when saying, come to Hare Krishna, become a devotee, it's so easy. Take Prashadam three times a day and four times. I do much you like. I live in, I'm living in this Prabhupada's house and there's so many Prashadam downstairs. Anytime I can come on this food day. Krishna Gaza is so, so ecstatic. And people say, oh no. I, I want to just uh, work hard, you know, like a, like a donkey. And I like it so much. And, and I foam at the mouth, come home, and watch a little bit of TV, and then I fall down to sleep, wake up and go to work again. I love it so much. And then die, throw my body inside the box, lock it forever. <laughs> and this is what mature life is. There's no pleasure in that. But we are telling people. Why Ananda Devi is glorifying? He's taking pleasure in glorifying Krishna. He loves us so much. And he, and he, and he has millions of heads. Who do you want a million heads for? We're having a hard time to take care of one head. You know, if you have so much hair, then you have to buy shampoo and this so much work. He says, Mother, these have long hair. I've seen Indian ladies, then hair went down the feet. How do they take care of it? But if you use your body, kaya manabakya, sannyasis means kaya manabakya. When they have the three dandy sannyasis, they have three sticks, the two little sticks at the top of the stick, there's the mind, body, and words. Three dandy sannyasis. That's what it means. So we have body to talk about Krishna, vibrating the Holy Name. At home, we take prasadam. Just a few days ago, we were talking about eating chocolate. We have so much sweets. If you're living in Ashram, the temple, we have 24 hours a day, we have sweets. Krishna has sweets in the morning. Five types of sweets. We didn't offer him chocolate. We offered him traditional sweets that Krishna likes. You go to Vrindavan, all the sweets are made out of cow milk. He eats so much outside of our temple. So Krishna eats sweets. So you can, with the tongue, you taste Pushara offer to Krishna and glorify Krishna. That's all. Men think, oh, no, I'm still not happy. The burfis are not good enough for me. And the milk sweets, I have to eat chocolate. Is it better? No. Be satisfied. We have Ekadashi. We have uh, many festival days where we fast. I would love for Krishna we fast. It's not that you have to eat everything this food. I think I'm thinking, oh, I want to eat it all. I live to others. Share it. Just like 
some of the boys from the ashram, they're doing this brata, fasting. <laughs> Sorry, I mentioned this in the context. Breakfast, they just have fruits. I was born in India. I've never seen Indian people eat fruits for breakfast. <laughs> Hardly ever. They look at fruit, oh, it's for sadhus. They offer at 4 o'clock, not for me, to the deity. And they were eating with such distaste. Oh, they were not really enjoying it. And especially here in Australia, the fruit doesn't have any taste. Even in India, cut a mango, you can smell it from down the road. He cut mangoes every day, it's like, you have to stick it in your nose to feel the smell. <laughs> no smell. So, ah, you know, you perform your austerity voluntarily because you want that use your time, use your body to glorify Krishna more than you enjoy it. So you do this festival, this is brought us just so you can increase your um, love for Krishna, increase the number of chanting. That's the idea. We have Ekadashi, doesn't mean you eat more pizzas. Ekadashi pizzas. Means you eat less, according to our books. Festival, Ekadashi means cut down on eating, increase the number of chanting and reading. Of course, these things are there. We're selling, that's good. But for us, anyone join the temple, you know, we have uh, uh, Jack Prabhu, a very wonderful devotee. You know, every time I see him, um, I try not to look at his plate. <laughs> but the thing is, we are allowed to take lots of prasadam. That's our only sense gratification. In the beginning, when you join, you can eat big amounts. I'm almost 50 years in the movement. So if I start eating big plates, they can look at me like, what's wrong with you? But we're not eating out in the restaurant or somewhere else. This is our prasadam. So if you can digest, if you have a problem, then go for it. So the body is giving out. We're getting old. So this is Krishna's telling us. This, the, the material nature works in a way that the old age is there. It just means that's time to serve Krishna. Cut down on sense enjoyment. So this is the stages in life. So when you get older, it means now is the time. You don't have to worry about eating so much because your digestion is not working. Then give the time to Krishna. Even as a young body, when you eat less, you see that you have to go to the toilet much. Imagine if every time you run to the toilet, you have to take a shower, a lot of, a lot of time is gone by. During that time, you could be studying, doing services, chanting. It's a hassle. So this is why the Goswamis. They, they ate very little, or drop of milk a day. That's why you see the Goswami, the picture out there. They look like this finger, so skinny. You see how artificial on the world is huge. We have to like pick, pick them up. <laughs> when they pay a basis, you need five people to pick them up. So yes, it's, it's because, it's not just because they're taking Kusharam, because they are, they're fattened with the glory of Krishna. It's an assist. Because spiritually they are. So my point is that it's much more pleasure when you glorify Krishna. Much more happiness in glorifying Krishna. I feel, as I always said this, I feel I came to this Melbourne temple um, because 
Krishna's once Chaitanya, the so much temptations of of Pushadam and and Krishna conscious the gravitation that I'm being tested. So I have to say no. I've heard that when a devotee dies or a pure devotee dies and leaves the body, they don't directly go back to Godhead. They go to where Krishna's pastimes is taking places. Get trained up more to go back to the spiritual world. They're, it's all spiritual world. They're living the spiritual world. So they go where Krishna's pastimes taking places. So this is just my point of view. Sometimes our sannyasis, our devotees, they die very early. Like Tamil Krishnamaras, he was only 50. I was devastated when he left. So, you know, some of our devotees, they cried for a week, his disciples. They couldn't eat. No, nothing. You can't do nothing about it, crying so much. Krishna wants him to go. So they go where Krishna's pastime is taking place. And it's so much more fun that you want to go back to Godhead and it's all very nice. But you want to go where there's preaching happening. It's much more fun. So they go there and then they go if they want to. So maybe I came here and get trained up. <laughs> this temple. You know, do a lot of service and uh, all this temptation to push out. I have to say no to it. Sometimes I what the heck, I'm going for it. I have burfi, no shoes, everything. Then I feel, uh, then don't eat the next day. So my thing is, we get trained up here. Krishna's given us all this facility to get trained up in serving Krishna. So don't become too attached to sense enjoyment. Feel, follow the example, Manantashesh. He's God. Why he's taking so much pleasure in glorifying Krishna? He has thousands head. He could be eating Rasamalai, each head. How much more pleasure in that? In a million head, they have to make millions of Rasamalai and Burfi. To million heads. But he's not using. He's being more pleasure in glorifying Krishna with millions of heads, Anandashesh. So if you criticize a devotee or criticize something, you're using your mouth. Ah, oh, you know, a thousand heads. That's terrible. So that's why so much more pleasure when you glorify Krishna, Janhar Krishna, Tamalshyas. Come out seriously, and, and the pleasures coming, like the, like the breezes of a, a stick coming off the sea. In a hot day, is the, the air blowing off the water from the sea, and it, it goes on your skin, it feels like, wow, so feeling good. So these, the glories of Krishna, is like the wind off the, on a hot day, coming off the sea, and, and coming into your heart. Soothing, so soothing. Glory of Krishna, soothing our heart. This is the only way to soothe the heart of our ignorance deep down in our heart, like a rock full of distress and anxiety and, and miseries that's stuck in our heart and our mind. Suicidal. You can chant Hare Krishna. You can chant Glory of Krishna. And that, that the soothing breeze that just blows away all that dust. Gone. That's why we chant Hare Krishna. Why do we chant Hare Krishna for years and years? And we feel good about it. And, 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 and it's only get better. We're discussing about the spiritual world. The, the, the glory, the, 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 
eternal spiritual world is everlasting, it's ever fresh. And we can feel that, even here in this material world, we can feel that. When we chant Hare Krishna, it's always ever fresh. It's because, uh, I don't believe in uh, you know, spiritual world, you can't imagine it. Just chant Hare Krishna, and you feel ever fresh. What is there in the Hare Krishna? It's like saying, water, water, water. Why don't we say Hare, water, water, water instead of Hare Krishna? You're not going to get any water. We can chant here. Why do some of you, all of us, sit here after Mangalati for two hours chanting Hare Krishna? We're not scratching our head and oh God, and then you're feeling sick chanting Hare Krishna. It just feels good. That's why we can sit for so long, for two hours. This is the Mataji's here in Prabhupada's room, the man here, or somebody in the garden. We're all in this area. And then, oh, finish the Mangalati, hit the road. Go somewhere, you know, go to the beach, go for a walk. No, we are just staying here because we, have to, we feel so much more pleasure in chanting Hare Krishna than in this mundane activity. Years and years, all of our temples, all over the world. I lived in Chopati for a month. You know, Radhanath Maharaj, there's always sannyasis there, at least three or four sannyasis, always, throughout the year. And they also, in the Mangalarati, they come to Mangalarati and they sit with everyone. There are hundreds of devotees in the temple room, hundreds. Imagine, I'm talking about the tumultuousness. The, 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 the power of the Holy Name is so charged. The temples feel like you're in a Vaikuntha. It is Vaikuntha. So when you do it together, Sangha, Kirtan, Sankirtan, Sangha means together. It's much more tumultuous, it's much more pleasurable. Yeah, like five million. There's a thousand devotees, five million, like ten cartels, one person. You know, we don't cover our ear, run out. If you have problem, go out. But it feels good because we glorify Krishna. Not for our pleasure, it's for Krishna's pleasure. That's all we're doing it. We can play ten dandas and a thousand devotees, and then we sing a rock and roll. That doesn't mean anything. We're not going to get anything out of it. And then we are taking in a big bunch of drugs. That's self-gratification. But when you glorify Krishna, it's the opposite effect. It's like I said, the soothing the heart, like the wind coming off the sea. And on a hot day, it will off. That's why people go to the beach. They see the ocean, the breeze coming out of the sea. It's very soothing, very, very good feeling on the body. It's very healthy. They go jogging on the sea. Why they don't go to the Swanson Street and do it? No, they go to the clean area, fresh air. So the idea of coming to the temple, the idea of associating the devotion, is to rub onto us that spiritual effects that goes into our heart, come off from Krishna. Ananda Shesh is clean that pleasure. He can't help it. Sometimes devotees uh, go on hurry now and they come back and we ah, 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 hours and hours, we can't help it. I mean, they're too excited, they can't even go to sleep. And devotees tell them the story the next day, I go to sleep probably. Because they're so excited, so, so excited. That's what it does. Who needs to sleep? We have to sleep because our body is tired. Imagine we didn't have to sleep. We can glorify Krishna day and night. 
We're in the morning because we don't feel tired. Use the body. If you can't sleep, okay, get up and read Prabhupada's books and chant Hare Krishna. How long do we have in this world anyway? Go for it. Like I said, if you, if you can't digest the prasadam, then eat. If you can't, then, you know, you have to cut down. So, the process of Krishna consciousness is that this process of devotional service, it gives instant happiness. Instant. It's not like they have this thing called instant noodle. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Who cares? But instant happiness comes from instant January Krishna. Just once. Hare Krishna! I feel like uplifted. Thank you for reminding me. They just, they just said we went on Haranam and St. Kilo Beach, there's that. I saw the people sitting around. They're so boring. <laughs> Boys are old, they just train on each other, like train on pan. <laughs> Looking at each other, look at the city, they just, they look so unhappy. This is so, and then we come around. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna. I play with Dhamma, one for swinging, dancing, you know. And it's just so exciting. They say, oh, they come to Hare Krishna. They get up and join us. Because they're so damn bored. This is where the pleasure is. This is where Anantasha is taking pleasure. We just only have a little bit of it. He's got the full of it, full package of glories of Lord Krishna. He needs to have thousands of heads to do it because he feels so ecstatic. We have one month, we chant Hare Krishna once and we feel ecstatic. And we want to do it again and again. You know, sometimes if you live in Mayapur Vrindavan, they have a list who sings, who is going to lead the kirtan. Because everybody wants to lead. There's some Nisanyasi senior people. If I go there, I'll get out of here. <laughs> you don't have a chance. I have to, I have to bring them and say, I'm coming, I'm going to be in these days, put me on, I want to sing this Mongolian. He had like going on the list, on, on, on a waiting list. And here I got to sing every day. You know, that's why I came to Melbourne. Uh, sometimes people complain, probably you're singing all the time. So much. I'm singing. You have any problem? <laughs> so the thing is, it's all the mercy of Prabhupada. It's the mercy of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They're allowing us to sing. Kirtan means glorifying Krishna, talking about Him, and singing about Him. That's what Kirtan means. Sing! When you're singing, sing nicely. Don't fall asleep. Make everyone sleep. Go for it. I'm enthusiastic. Rupa Goswami said, Krishna is there on the altar. Prabhupada is on the Vyasasana. So we have to be very enthusiastic. They are here watching us. They are, they are listening to our, glor- our glorification of Prabhupada. Just like a Vyasa Puja. Glorify Him. Every day we have the chance to sing His glory. You know? This is all glory of Charana Padma, His lotus feet. Glorifying the glories we singing and, and, and translating afterward. His glories of Prabhupada, glories of Guru. We are singing some mundane songs. So, so ecstatic, the sing of Krishna. Hare Krishna, it means Krishna himself in the name. Hare, Prabhupada explains that. Take Hare, the energy of Krishna, the supreme 
energy Krishna. Hare. So if you have any problem, then Hare Krishna. The supreme energy is there. We will give you the Shakti. So always feel the meaning what we do, the, the inner meaning of what we do, this is the highest cause. That cause is, is to direct the glorified Krishna. That gives the pleasure in the heart of a devotee. We want pleasure? Fine. January Krishna. That's where the pleasure is. How much can you eat? There is uh, on Radhastami, we made a huge cake. And we got in trouble because it's too much cake. So some of the cake was meant for uh, council people or different donors like that. So huge cake. I was thinking, oh, I'll eat all that. <laughs> Give it to me. I never take a piece of it from the side. But Krishna can eat all of that. He's the enjoyer. I eat a little bit. I say, oh, mm, so good. Give me a little bit more. So we can only eat a little bit more. That's all. Our stomach is this size. On a, on a, fast, on a, on a uh, fasting day, the stomach shrinks. You know, like Fiyo Jamaastami, he sit down to eat a huge plate at midnight, you're going to get sick. The stomach is shrinking. So you're stretching. You're putting all the stuffing, all the food with a stick, shoving it in. The stomach is going to break. That's what happens, literally. That's what a lot of people sick. That's why at midnight we have some food, very simple food, a kadashi. Not all the food. So our body is a material product. It's not spiritual. Spiritual body can enable us. So when you, when you think about this spiritual subject matters, it makes us a sense. It's, it's so pure. Pure is the force. So when you glorify Krishna, it makes so much sense. It is full of joy and full of meaning, full of um, variety, and it's full of lush, and full of uh, ever fresh. Nova Yovana, Krishna is eternally youthful. He's never old. We never see Krishna with a beard, very old, with glasses, playing the flute. <laughs> that would be nonsense. You see? You see, at last. They uh, have this universe, the uh, uh, planet, right? And he's back and he's uh, sweating. They think that's God. That's their version of God. God is Navayavan, eternal. He's the creator of the universe. He's sitting with Lakshmi, massaging his feet, Mahavishnu. He doesn't need anybody's help. The universe is coming out of his of skin. We want to create, we have to procreate. Progeny. Man, women, uniting, create. But look, Mahavishnu, Lakshmi is sitting there. She just wants to, years is coming out of his body, like, like bags of mustard seed. And he's growing. We're in this universe, tiny little mustard seed. We're one of the individual entity in this universe. Like we go on an airplane, you see all the people, they look like ant. Imagine the ant when they look at us. How we like like animalized. Huge, oh, get out of my way. <laughs> so we are thinking, oh, I'm so big. I'm like, I'm the manager of the temple. I'm the cook. 
I'm a kid, I'm in there. I'm the, what else, you know, president. <laughs> It's actually very mockery. We look at ourselves, we're so tiny. You look at the sea, you can't even see the other side. So huge. With just one tiny little person on the shore of the sea. You can't see the other side. They are iron, bro. That doesn't make any sense. So we have to understand in position, in Krishna's position, we're a tiny speck, dust at the feet of Prabhupada. And we're perfectly happy. Because that's what we want to be. We're just somebody. We just want to be someone at the feet of Krishna. We don't mind. Bhakti Vinod Thakur says, I don't mind to be kita, a, a, a bug in the house of a devotee, a grass on the lawn of a devotee so they can stack on me. That's actually the mood of a devotee. Nothing on. I'm so and so. Gopis, they are serving Krishna in that mood. Ananda Shesh, he is God. And he's serving Krishna in that mood. Ananda Shesh, Balaram, he takes the, take the servitude platform. He's his elder brother. It's mentioned he's the fan. He's the wall, so we can lean our body against the wall. He's taking that, that's what we should. We would be so much more pleasure to be serving. Vaishnava. You see, when I sit in the ashram devotees, you know, I'm the first one to sit there. Hey, come on, bring it. Lick out, you know, serve me. <laughs> that's it. And then, I don't even have to say that. Everyone says, can I serve you? They're ready to serve you. They're in that mood. So pleasure is in the service. It's so much is there. He don't care. He detached. He eat what's left in the bottom of the bucket. Pick a little bit. It's, it, the wealth of the Brahma is in his austerity. The wealth of the Brahma is when they are doing the service. They understand that. That's why they're so detached. When I go in the room, it's almost food, I think wash. Let me go for it. But someone else that is, you know, let me serve you. What is there in service? And you give them prasadam on their plate with such a smile and happy that they are, thank you. That just makes him more happy than eating. The pleasure is the service. See, there's always a reason what we do in Krishna consciousness. There's always an inner reasons why we do it. Because after all, Krishna is the supreme enjoyer. Bhaktara, Amrikatapasam, he is the Bhakta. And devotees are his servant. Servant of the servant. There's a book called Servant of the Servant. They didn't write a book. I'm, I'm not the servant, okay? I, 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 I wrote to someone, and then they're not a devotee by mistake. I wrote, they're a servant. Because we all also used to write a servant at the end. And they said, I'm not, you're not my servant. I'm not your servant. So, oh, yeah, yeah, sometimes I write like that because I'm, yeah, I'm thinking I'm just so tiny person. I have to explain it. But I don't want to tell them I'm a devotee. So, the servant of the devotees, tiny speck, the dust of the feet of the devotee. I, I remember many, many years ago, we did a drama in Malaysia, and I was a proud Brahmana. Jagatha Maharaj was in the drama. So he had to kick me to wake me up. So he kicked me. 
And then, years later, he said, oh, I'm sorry, I kicked you. I said, no, that's part of the drama, and it's your mercy. And he kicked me again. <laughs> I like it. A Vaishnava kicks me, it's his mercy. And especially you, you are a pure devotee. So please kick me. So I took his feet and touched my head. So, uh, dust of the feet of a Vaishnava is so nice. Sometimes I see that some of you, everyone jumping on your feet, getting mercy. And Prabhupada was like that when Prabhupada was in India. Uh, they had to have a, a ring of devotees around where people jump on his feet to get the mercy. They're too eager to get his mercy. So the thing is to take the humble position to serve Vaishnava, to serve Krishna, the humble position. It's so satisfying. That's why Ananta says God Himself, He feels unhappiness. He expanded His head from His hands. Imagine Shri Prabhupada. It's two of them. Prabhupada expand himself. Two Prabhupada. And we will have double service. Double the temple. Some one devotee said, Oh Shri Prabhupada, I want to be just like you. Everybody said, Okay. How can you say that? It's so offensive. You want to be Prabhupada? Prabhupada said, Wait a minute. If there's another Prabhupada like me, that will be extra service. Then we can have so much more preaching. More preaching, more temples. So that's what Ananda says to him. He's God, but he's showing that to expand Krishna consciousness. We have this Melbourne temple, so wonderful, huge temple. It's so ecstatic here. Imagine you have another one just like this, even more ecstatic. Or another one, another one expand. Before you know it, the whole Melbourne is temple, one huge temple. Everywhere you go is Melbourne temple. One by his son. He said, hey, how you all? How you all? You know? <laughs> hey, what happened to all the carnies? <laughs> There's no more. Everyone's devoted. You know? Why could they not? That's what we want. That's what we want to see. The whole world turned into Vaikuntha. Prabhupada was asked once, uh, oh, Swamiji, this is in America, what will happen to the world if everybody becomes an American? That was in the 60s. Uh, and at that time they had a lot of hippies. Prabhupada said there will be no more hippies. There will be only happies. <laughs> Imagine that. Said, Don't worry if everybody comes to become a devotee. That's not your problem. Well, you're not going to have TV anymore. They said, you don't have TV, you don't have the sex, you don't have gambling, no meeting. What do you do for enjoyment? I haven't been a devotee, I don't have those things. But now you can see everything on the mobile phone. You can get your views and everything. So we have everything that we need to serve Krishna. That's all we need. That's all. So the pleasure of singing and glorifying with this mouth, we have. Sometimes, probably, you, you scream too much. Ah, we're okay, fine. <laughs> That's why it's so throat. You see the frogs. And in the story I told you before, in the early days in Maipur, he used to come from, from the Gosala to go to the temple uh, during the rainy season. And he hear, everywhere you hear this frog, quack, 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 throughout the night and day, especially at night. And then we used to observe the sound, quack, quack, quack. And suddenly you hear quack, the, the sound stopped. Mm. You know what happened? 
Let's make a living. Quack, quack, quack. That's it. So, Prabhupada used this example. If we eat quack too much about material life, quack, quack all day, the Maya gets us. And then that's it. So, we are always talking nonsense and this and that material things and not chanting Hare Krishna, not talking about Krishna. We are just croaking like the, like the, like the frogs, inviting death. That's what Prabhupada said. Every time he talks only weird things and all kinds of funny things, he feels like losing voice and he feels pain in the throat, isn't it? When he's talking about Krishna, already sitting here since 7.40, now it's one hour. I can still crack quite about Krishna <laughs> for another hour. I will feel fine. This is because of our Krishna, because Krishna's glory is very sweet and it's so pleasurable, ever fresh. Okay, thank you, Krishna. Any questions? I don't want to crock anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's ever useful because all the devotees are not age and That's what we should probably call them. Like, if you look at Gopa, ah, uh, Gopa, nobody would know he's in his 40s. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And you probably, you're like, uh, you're like a teenager <laughs> with your energy. Probably. Yeah, I look at myself in the, I look, look at myself in the mirror, I think, oh, I look so old and I'm acting like a kid. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> okay, Hare Krishna. Shri Prabhupada Ki. Yeah.